mini-series. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. What's up with you? Uh, well, tonight we are doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's right, we're on to the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mysteries of Peter Quill's true parentage. And I was nervous to do this one originally with you because you did not like the first Guardians for the most part. You liked parts, but overall didn't I love was it. nervous as well. <laughs> and uh, your least favorite parts you said were you didn't like Peter Quill the character, you didn't care about his story, and you uh, didn't care about Yondu. And I'm like, oh... Well, we'll see how you feel about Guardians 2, because those are very prominent things. Uh, so, Nicole, what did you think of Guardians 2? Uh, so, yeah, I, I had a little skepticism going in all as well, because, I, you know, the first one wasn't my favorite. Um, the story seemed really slow, so I was like, okay, how are they going to make this one different? And I had to spill the beans to you early, and mm-hmm. I, I told Brennan that I freaking loved this movie <laughs> I, I was shocked it was so good this one has so much action but it's not overwhelming action like sometimes you know how they can be just too much to follow and all that and this is so sh- it's straightforward but to to a good beat mm-hmm. um i love the story that we have here and you know peter's background like it's interesting. It's really some like something special to to watch this movie. Um, the little hints that you get all throughout the beginning. Um, I I even said to you, I'm like, oh, that monster that they kill in the first scene has this rainbow spewing out of him. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, where is that going to come back in? And then the p the puzzle is just automatically put together when we go to his actual dad's planet. And see all this rainbow stuff. I'm like, oh my god, okay. I don't know if it's really his dad, but let's get into it. No, I never made that connection in the first place when you said that. I was like, huh, interesting. I mean, you know, we do find out Peter's dad, Ego, is is the villain of the movie. But yeah, I never made the rainbow connection. (laughs) Yeah, it already gave me that feeling about his dad. I'm like, about Ego. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be bad. Like, I can't wait to see how they make him bad. Mm -hmm. And... The, game, the end goal of Ego is so interesting, and the fact that he wants to bring Peter along, I didn't realize how powerful Peter really is. Maybe right. that's why I didn't like him in the first one, because they hold him back on his abilities, and I, I was like, okay, this guy doesn't seem like any type of Marvel-level superhero. Mm-hmm. And then, in this one, we really see like he is godly level like his dad was. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. So the story is really interesting, and I, I, all of the side characters have grown on me so much during this one. I didn't like Gamora in the first one. I like her in this one because she's softening up and realizing that she really cares for Peter. And I know that you said that a lot of people don't like Nebula, um, but I'm, I'm curious. To a see lot of people her. in the universe don't like Nebula. I don't know what the what fans think of her, but obviously, like no one in oh. the universe likes Nebula. Oh, I thought you meant like people watching it. Oh, I don't know well, what people think. I have my own opinions on Nebula by uh, the end of the thing, but yeah. Well, I'm interested to see where she goes because she's pretty on the fence about stuff. I'm, I'm interested to see how Gamora and Nebula's relationship are going to go after this. Um, Drax is so fucking funny. He's hysterical. Drax is he, the best. Drax is the best part of like he, not, he not, really everything. Is. He's so good. And I love the I love the little relationship that he 
blooms with uh, the little antenna girl <laughs> mantis yeah so we got Man- a couple it new- was so fun <laughs> we get a couple new characters in this mantis is played by palm clementif she's uh ego is like a uh, assistant slash slave slash pet and uh she she fits well with drax because they both don't really understand basic things so they're own- <laughs> but they understand they don't understand things differently so they right. <laughs> so it, it they it creates some good uh, chemistry for them and the the last person i think i should say something about is yondu and yes it the first one i'm 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 telling you i really think that it's because the first one just wasn't as good of a story it wasn't as good of a movie i didn't get it i like you know when i watched that first one i'm like i don't get it this guy this guy yondu is his dad but not really and why was he taken and now this one the second one explains everything explains why why he was taken you know he was he was told to be taken by the, by ego and and it makes so much more sense that i can actually enjoy seeing that character mm-hmm. um so he really comes around in my eyes as well um i really like yondu in this one I think the strength of this movie is growth. Everyone grows. Like Rocket grows because his whole he has the whole like uh, butting heads with Peter Quill thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Yondu has a huge arc. We you know we're in spoilers. Yondu does the sacrifice at the end to save Peter. Uh, you know Peter and um, and uh, Gamora's relationship uh, goes further. We get more Gamora Nebula backstory. Everyone just grows, and that's a great thing to do in a second movie. Oh, um, yeah. So I think it's really successful in that as far as my enjoyment of this one especially just one that it doesn't have a lot of context in the first one we're we're seeing these five characters come together and create this guardians troop and it's there's so many unanswered questions that i just feel like i'm not enjoying it because i don't get it yet and i know that that's a you know that's a way that people make movies but for Mm -hmm. that one in particular i just feel like it just didn't work as well and for us to get this one Second, I'm like, oh, should I go back and try to watch the first one? But I don't want to ruin the how much I enjoyed the, the second one. Yeah, this one, uh, I really like the first forty minutes or so, and the ending is a good is a good uh, ending for everyone. The growth points, like everyone, arcs really well by the end. It's a little long for my taste. The middle drags a bit for me. Um, I I like it about the same as the first one, but I think the highs in this one are higher and the lows are lower. Um, I know you clearly like this one much better. Oh yeah, uh, well, but- I, I but I think that the middle portion, like. There's there's a lot of funny things that are happening in this, and it's it's fun. The first like f- like forty five minutes of this movie are so, it's some of the funniest stuff. Like in mm-hmm. the, it's it's fantastic. Um, Mama K's question though is actually about our villain Ego. Uh, Ego is a planet, a god, and a man. Can't he gather all of his seeds on his own? So I don't know if she means by seeds by like the seeds he plants into other planets or if he means all of the children he has uh you know tried to rule with him and then going on gone on to devour uh either way what do you think of ego and is he is this character not make enough sense for how powerful he is or or does it actually line up with do you have any problems with that i can see that i it didn't bother me watching it at all i didn't i didn't take that into consideration while watching it i mean it really they really built build his character up to be so powerful and i can get it like i don't i didn't think about those little parts like oh why didn't he just create another god 
child instead of having to go through X amount of them before he had Peter or, you know, that, that never crossed my mind. So that's a good question. It's definitely something that doesn't make any sense, (laughs) but, um, I don't think that it detracts value from just how powerful he really is. And I think that we needed that just so we can understand how powerful Peter is. My thing for not just the MCU, but pretty much all sci-fi and fantasy movies is as long as it follows its own rules, it's fine. And I think ego follows the rules it's set up. You know, we get the little montage of the, you said the weird dioramas at the beginning where he's, you know, he's impregnated the Peter's mom. And then we find out later, you know, he's been doing this forever and been trying to find the right species. Right. He's trying to find the perfect celestial, son or daughter or, or other being to rule with him and we get the graveyard underneath I think this all follows its own rules I don't think it breaks any of its own logic it's just a matter of do you believe that I mean that, and that's but you could say that for almost every MCU episode and most sci-fi fantasy you have to believe in the world and as long as the world obeys the rules it lays out for itself I I consider that you know correct storytelling yeah, I mean I always pick I always have gripes about things. You know, I know. I'm watching it, I'm like, that would never happen. But yeah, I know. I, I'm the, I am the for sure the most forgiving on the show because I, I, because I, I like to suspend belief and go with it. It's when it doesn't follow its own rules that it's set up in its own movie that I don't like. But um, I think this doesn't do that. Uh, do you have any other closing thoughts on on Guardians Volume Two? Do you recommend Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? Uh, yeah, I, I do recommend it, and I haven't. We haven't seen as far as. Uh, as I can remember, we haven't seen any crossover of the Guardians with another person in the MCU or another group. Is that right? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We've we've they've met other characters that come back later, but no, you're right. We have not. They've not met any of our Earth or Asgard heroes. Right. Yeah. That should be interesting. That should definitely be interesting because they're so different from everyone else that I am wondering if I'm going to like them combining. We'll see what happens with them in the future. I think they actually work better as side characters because their side side character is so funny. So, I mean, not to tip my hand too much in the future. They will come back in the future, so we'll see what you think of them then. Uh, but yeah, I, I also recommend Guardians. It's about the same as the first one to me as far as enjoyment, but I, again, this one's the highs are higher, the lows are lower. But um, I like our team more now by giving them a second movie. So, we are going on tomorrow to our next movie. One of the classic heroes of the universe that has not yet had his MCU do Spider-Man Homecoming is next. We've been introduced to, to Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but we haven't had his own movie. So that is tomorrow. Uh, Nicole, thank you for being on tonight. Yeah, thank you. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.